Hello everyone, and welcome back to Behind Closed Doors. In my last episode, I was talking about giving you a glimpse of my first year off of a Xanax and introducing you to upcoming episodes about my second year off of Xanax. In today's episode, we're going to talk about goodbye symptoms and welcome back old symptoms. Now, remember, this is coming from a book, the book that I wrote. Road to Recovery, the second year. Now, being in a new apartment away from the toxic mother-in-law felt pretty good. No longer did I have to deal with her toxic attitude. Finally, we were in a place we could call our own without being disturbed. Of course, we did have a roommate, but he spent his time in his room. We didn't think anything of it at first, but then it became a daily and nightly thing. Our roommate would hide in his room, and the only time he would come out was to get food, go to the bathroom, take a shower, or go to work. We found this a little odd. Our roommate was Zach's friend, but he didn't act like it. Whenever Zach tried to talk to him, he got ignored. This started to get really annoying. How could a person live with someone and just ignore them? Zach and I cannot understand what his problem was. Now, I thought getting away from the toxic mother-in-law would help me recover. But I didn't realize is that I would have to get over the trauma that I put up with while living with that woman. I was lucky enough to have some withdrawal symptoms go away or lighten up. I felt some relief when some of my withdrawal symptoms got a little better. But I didn't know that old ones would come back and that I got rid of in the beginning. My agoraphobia got worse. Back to the way it was when I first came off of Xanax. I started to feel my depression coming back, which was one symptom. I did not want to see again. There was no one there to talk to when my husband was off to work. I stayed in the bedroom. Again, I was isolating myself. You would think now that I had a real apartment that I would have more freedom, but that was not the case. My insomnia was back, but not as bad. Some nights I was able to sleep and some nights I wasn't able to sleep. My heart palpitations did lighten up, and I had only a few days where I had panic attacks. I started to eat more foods, but I still dealt with the consequences of eating certain foods. I began to keep an eye on my sodium intake, caffeine intake, and sugar intake. My light sensitivity was still a problem but my sun sensitivity was getting better. I was able to watch more TV and movies. My stomach pain went away along with the nausea feeling. My head pressure was still there, but not as bad. I continued to push myself every day to get up and do something, even though I knew I was isolating myself into the bedroom. Now, I had a whole list of withdrawal symptoms that came back. And 
as I get further into this book that I am re reading and reciting to you, you will learn about how I handled those withdrawal symptoms that did decide to come back. And believe me, once you've had symptoms go away, it is just awful to see them come back. It's like you fought to get rid of these withdrawals and here they are again, hitting you right in the face like a brick. And I was so happy that I got rid of most of my withdrawal symptoms and I felt like I was healing. But then things happened in my life that caused those withdrawals to come back because I wasn't able to control them. And the people around me that were toxic and still are toxic are the reason that those symptoms came back. And I hate that that had to happen to me while I was in such early recovery. Now, I would like to end today's episode with, uh, if you have any questions or comments about today's episode, you feel free to email me at behindcloseddoors.podcast23 at gmail.com. And again, that email is listed in the description of today's episode. And again, with that said, I would like everybody to have a wonderful day. Until next time.